Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. So this is Low with Behind the Gloves. I am joined now with Team GB Boxer, Ramton Musa. Ramton, how you doing? I'm very good. How are you doing? Doing good. Um... So for people who don't know, like, because I didn't know the name for this, Team GB is basically the same as uh, Team USA. It's like the UK's Team USA. Um, how did you get involved in boxing? So originally I got involved in boxing because I used to play football. So I decided to turn up for a bit of extra fitness. And then from there, it kind of progressed. I enjoyed it. And then it took over. I stopped football and then pursued boxing. So whenever you started boxing, how old were you? Uh, I was 12 when I started boxing. But I didn't have my first fight until I was 15 years old. Okay, so you got some training under your belt before you even stepped in the ring. That's that's smart. Um, So now, fast forward, you're on Team GB. Um, Is Paris 2024 the goal? Yeah, that's been my goal since uh, I got on uh, 2019-2020 before we hit uh, COVID hit. I got onto the team that the whole aim for me was to go to Paris Olympics. Uh, so that's my aim. I'm working hard towards uh, making it to Paris. What timing, though, to get on Team GB right before COVID hit and then everything's just shut down. Did you continue training throughout all that? So when originally I got on, we went to a training camp in Kazakhstan, which was early January, February. And then they, everyone was getting ready for the qualifiers in uh, uh, in London. And then the qualifiers started happening and then they sent us all home. They were like, oh, you'll probably be back in a couple of weeks. Then a global lockdown happened. So we were, we were all stuck inside, but Team GB did very well. They sent us training programs. They sent us help. Uh, we all did Zoom calls, tra- uh, training. We got looked after. We were able to train through and then we got back as soon as possible. So it almost probably felt like you didn't even skip a beat then. No, not really. Like, I think we're only properly home for around four to six weeks. And then they started doing social distancing training. We all had to stay like, 
a house each or flat each, uh, keep away. And then we just worked around it and uh, following like government gu guidelines, we all, we all returned back to sport. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, you've got a pretty impressive career so far and you're not even pro yet. I mean, just to even be considered for the Olympics at this point, I mean, that's every amateur boxer's dream. Um, what would that mean for you, though, just to even make it to the Olympics? It mean so much to me. It mean everything to me because obviously looking as a little kid uh, when I first started, I couldn't even imagine it. I was just watching all these boys thinking, oh, I imagine if I was on England. Like, uh, then it's like I got into England. I was like, oh, imagine if I made it onto Great Britain. And then I made it on. So it's like, it's just, I'm obviously taking a step by step, stride by stride, but I'm really enjoying it. And I know I've got everything it takes to make it to the top. Yeah, absolutely. Is there any aspiration to go pro one day? Yeah, there's massive aspiration to go pro, but that is, that's a different road, a different journey. So as of now, I'm looking for, I'm um, looking to go to Paris and that's the step forward I'm taking and that's where I'm looking to go. Speaking of the Olympics, I have to get your opinion on this. Um, obviously, LA 2028 is up in the air. Um we may not even have boxing in the Olympics at that point. What do you make of that? And do you feel like, I mean, because me personally, I'll just go ahead and tell you how I feel. I don't think that countries that had no involvement in 2016 uh, craziness should be punished. Um, and I'm just curious how you feel about that as a boxer. As a boxer, it's like, it's, I was speaking to some, even the younger boxers than me, and they're, they're all on about turning professional because there's no path for them moving forward. And right. so if I wanted to stay on uh, for another Olympic cycle, because I'll still be young, I'll still be 27, 28. So it is still doable for me if I did want to go down the route of being a double Olympic champion. But it's just, it's for me, it's absolutely crazy. Like boxing has been in the Olympics since basically the first, the first one to take such a key, uh, key sport out is, for me, I'm I'm still finding it hard to actually come come to senses, and I somehow yeah. I'm I'm always like in disbelief, and I'm somehow I feel like there's someone's gonna turn around, and be like, oh yeah, boxing is not gonna uh, boxing is gonna stay in or something like that. I'm still kind of still like I said in di disbelief about it. If there is like a definitive decision made about it, which I feel like pretty soon they're gonna have to make one. Is it going to affect whether you decide to stay amateur and go the Olympic route or go pro? Like, will that be a deciding factor? No, because obviously I'm still going to go down this cycle. That was always my plan. And from there, I would make my decision on obviously what I'd want to do going forward. Obviously, if I uh, want, probably when I do move into the programs, which will be after 2024, which puts me at 24 years old, still very young. and with a lot of time on my hands so it really I as much as it's upsetting to see it wouldn't change what what my plans are for the next coming years yeah absolutely and you fight at middleweight um first of all that's a tough weight class so the fact that you have accomplished so much in that weight class I mean hats off to you but in the pros do you expect to continue fighting at middleweight or do you expect to make some changes there so recently I've actually moved up weight. I moved up to light heavy. I, I oh, was a okay. Yeah, so 
I was a middleweight from the age of 17. I moved up to middleweight and won my first national title. So I've been there since 17 to 23. So I just outgrew the weight. I got a bit too big. I was making weight, made it harder. It was just a bit more comfortable. And especially amateur tournaments are different to pro tournaments. You don't have the time to rehydrate and everything like that. So if I make weight, I have to make weight for a week, 10 days. It, it's yeah. a full tournament. I've got to be 75 kilos. So it just made, I, I couldn't do it to my body. And it was just making me quite, uh, not, yeah, it just wasn't, wasn't the route for me. I filled out to 80 kilo. Naturally, I'm, I'm sat 83 kilo now. So the new weight category is uh, 80 kilos. So uh, it's just worked out better for me. And now I'm looking to take the next tournament as a light heavy. I don't think people realize, like, because I work Team USA um, national tournaments. People don't realize just how brutal it is um, doing these tournaments as, as a fighter because you have to make weight literally all week long, every single day. And I've seen just, like, the look in these guys' faces whenever, like, every morning they're getting up at 5 a.m. after having a brutal three rounds the day before and they're doing it every single day. I feel like, in my opinion, then at the national level and the international level, amateur boxing is a little bit harder than just the pros. Because pros, that's just one knot. You got one knot to prove yourself. And the amateurs, it's all week long. Yeah, it's all week long. And it's like, I've seen countries like where they turn up and they're sweating off kilos every single day. Then they'll eat, then they'll box, potentially win, jump back into a sweatsuit, sweat off the rest of the weight that they just put on, go to bed and repeat it for five fights. It's, it's absolutely bonkers. And the thing with amateurs is that the best of us fight, the best of us, you don't pick who you fight. You just rock up oh, yeah. and the draw is just what it, what happens. So I might box Kazakhstan one day, turn around, box America the next. You don't pick who you fight. Whereas the, in the pros, it can be a bit strategic who they fight. And obviously till the top level, you, until the, you can negate certain people, uh, obviously as it is a business, Born amateurs, there's no business really in it. You fight the best out there. To be number one, you have to beat number one and you have to go to all these tournaments. Yeah, and I mean, that's really what makes like the Olympics hold so much weight is like you don't, as a fighter, you don't have control over who you're, who you face. Um, you just have to go in there with whoever you go in there with. And um, I feel like, like that's again, like why I'm so salty about this Olympic thing in 2028 because uh, Olympics to me is boxing. So um, it's like uh, Joe Joyce and Usyk, they fought in the amateurs. Yeah, but that one, I'm, I'm still, well, I've <laughs> always rated Joe Joe very highly. He's always got the most, everyone always says it's, it's not, not the prettiest style to watch, but it's very effective and what works for him works for him. You can't yeah. take away what works for certain people. And I do rate him highly and I do feel like if him and, probably Tyson Fury the ones to be Usyk because of just the way they are and I don't I don't feel like Usyk will have will have enough to keep Joe off him for the 12 rounds and uh, I've I've been around like Fraser Clark and the people as uh, some of the top heavyweights and have said he's got a deceptive jab and he's deceptively quicker than he looks he looks quite supposedly ploddy and this and that but once he gets in front of you he's yeah, a lot of people underestimate him. And then when he gets in front of you, it's a completely different ball game and people kind of fall apart. And obviously he's got his power. And then the fact that you can't hurt him. 
Yeah, that he has got like an iron chin and he is very like short, effective movements when he fights. So I'd be interested to see how he fights against Tyson Fury because I feel like Fury, he's never fought a guy who, well, I'd like to see him fight Usyk too for this reason, is Usyk is a mover and he's got angles and he he will not just stand right in front of you. And Fury, I feel like, and I could be wrong, I feel like he's not fought a guy that's, um, that moves. I feel like he fights typically guys who will stand straight in front of him and just trade and, and he wears them down like that. When he fought Steve Cunningham, back in probably 10 years ago, um, yeah, he would wear him down. He would, lay, he would lay his weight on him. After he got knocked down by Steve, it, his game plan changed, which was smart. He started to lay all over him um, because Steve Cunningham is a naturally, he's a natural cruiserweight. And so he wore him down like that. But Usyk, I don't think he's going to be able to pull that kind of move off because he's not going to allow him to stay right there. So it'd be interesting to see how that goes. Jumping back to you, what is 2023 looking like for you? So as of now, uh, I'm going to a tournament and it's called the Tama Tournament in Finland. A lot of the USA boxers have been there. I think John Wilder went there when he was when he was back in amateur days. It's a very good competition. I'm going to that tournament. Hopefully after that, there's a tournament which uh, helps like you, you accumulate qualifying points in Mexico. That is a potential one I could be going to again in November. I'm trying to take it one step at a time, one fight at a time. First, go to the Finland tournament, obviously, uh, by God's graces, I come out with gold. And then from there, hopefully I can get to Mexico. And next year, there's the European Championships. There's the World Championships. There's a lot of big tournaments on the horizon. But I'm trying not to look at that. I'm taking it one fight at a time, one step at a time. There's no point looking past where what is in front of you because then if you lose sight of what what you're working towards yeah well it sounds like between now and paris 2024 you've got quite a quite an agenda quite a calendar um where can people follow you like if they want to follow along uh, my, uh i've got my instagram uh it's ramta musa which is just my name r-a-m-t-i-n-m-u-s-a-h uh on instagram i'm on facebook as well uh yes so just follow the journey i've got quite a lot of fights on youtube so uh, go check me out and watch this journey watch the spot all right Anthony. well thank you so much for taking time out of your day or is it evening that is i'm sure it's night yeah it's evening it's, it's, <laughs> it's like one in the afternoon here but thank you so much for taking time out of your night to talk with us um and good luck all right thank you i really appreciate it thank you thank you bye Hey, Fight Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking this icon right here and hit the bell button below so that you can receive an alert every time we upload a new video. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.